many times have the power to do them easily again. We experience change in family composition and dynamics. There are families around the world, even from the beginning of this year, who, who, who could get to dinner table and there's someone missing. There's a change in family dynamics. Dad is no longer there. Mom is no longer at the dinner table. Child that you used to love and treasure, you look for them. They are no longer around. These changes can cause significant, uh, 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 you know, uh, things that are really move us as human beings if we are not anchored on the God of heaven who does not change. It's never easy for senior folks to leave the comfort of their homes that they have lived in for years and take up residence in the care facilities. The fear of tomorrow coming created things, they run out and wear out. Change is one of the most threatening things that threaten the human existence. But there's nothing that is as constant as change. It happens whether we like it or not. It's frightening. It causes confusion. But we can praise God this morning that the prophet Malachi here, God was declaring to the prophet, he said in Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, For I am the Lord. I change not. We have a God who never changes. We can have a secure relationship with that God. It is powerful. But when things begin to move around us and we do not know where to turn or where to go, we know to go to Jesus. I like how Malachi 3 says concludes it. God said, I do not change. I change it not because I do not change. Therefore, saints of God, the God was saying, therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Regardless of what may happen, because we have a God who does not change those problems, those situations which we see around us, that is making people to run at us, scatter, that is making people to run around looking for help. We do not have to run around, we just have to run to Jesus. Because he said, because I do not change, ye will not be consumed. Those problems will not consume you. Very quickly this morning, we look at five unchanging attributes or characteristics of God. You know, there are many unchanging attributes of God, many of them in the precious word of God. But we quickly look at five of them. Number one, the nature of God is unchanging. Malachi 3, 6, against God said, I am the Lord, I change it not. The nature of God is unchanging, in that God is from everlasting to everlasting. He has no beginning, he has no ending. The scripture reading that Brother Jeff read uh, for us there uh, in Psalm 102, 25 to 27, almost Exactly the same words could be found in Hebrews 1, 10 to 12. 
And I read Hebrews 1, 10 to 12 now. It says, And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hand. They shall perish. If you put your, your trust in the things of this world, God of heaven himself, then they shall perish. But thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as God the garment. Twelve, and as a vesture shall thou fold them up, and they shall be chained. But thou art the same. God is the same. His power is the same. And he says, and thy years shall not fail. God is immutable. His character, his being, can experience no change or mutation. God cannot grow more or less powerful. God is all-powerful. God can never cease to be holy. God can never cease to be good. God can never cease to be true. God can never cease to be just. His wisdom, knowledge cannot increase or decrease. God is all-powerful. You know, James 1, 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and covered from the Father of light, with whom is no variableness, no shadow of turning. God, with God, there is no variableness. A variable changes. A variable can take on one value today and take on another value tomorrow. God is the same. His power is the same. There's a song that says the power of God is just the same today. The power of God that made the way for the Israelites. When we had that during the special meetings, uh, made a way for the Israelites to cross the Red Sea on dry land. The power of God that filled the, the upper room where the 120 disciples were. That same power is still available today. The, the only difference is, is, the, is for people to come with hungry hearts. You know, God is always the same. The power of God that we witnessed uh, many times. You and I can think about great revivals that we've been into, answers to prayers. The power of God that was here. I remember Midwestern meeting 2001 when, when, when a lady just stood up from, 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 from a wheelchair. But before then, the power of God had rested on this tabernacle after a youth service. There was a big prayer meeting all through the night. That same power is available this morning. If you and I would just come hungry and thirsty, desperate, we can get hold of God. He is the same. I don't like it when people live in the past. Oh, we used to, we used to be like this. We used to be, God used to do this. God can see to it. It's left for you and I to come in desperation, with a, with a hungry heart. God can see to what he did in 1907. God can see to what he did in 1921. When this tabernacle was erected, used for the, for the first time brand, 
changing in his love and in his mercy. That's number two. Lamentations 3, 22-23 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Wonderful. God's mercies, God's compassions will never change. It will never fail. God loves you. If you are hearing this message, it is the great tabernacle, God loves you. If you are hearing on radio, God loves you. If you are hearing on the webcast, God loves you. There's nothing that could change the love of God for you. He loves you. He does not love the sin that is troubling your life. And you can come to an unchanging God. He will make a change in your life. God loves you. Psalm 103, 17 says, But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him. What can start from everlasting? The Bible says the mercy of God is from everlasting. We teach our children one, two, three. Basics. We teach our children A, B, C. For God's love for you. God loves for me. The Bible says it starts from everlasting, unsearchable. It is wonderful. And it goes on to everlasting. That beats my imagination. That is the love of God for you. I love Psalm 136. Psalm 136 has 26 verses. And each verse ends with, For his mercy endureth forever. The mercies of the Lord, 26 verses, all each of them ends with, for his mercies endure forever. The mercies of the Lord on you endure forever. Maybe you are hopeless this morning, there is hope in the gospel. Mercies of God, the love of God, let the love of God just reach down into your heart. Remember, uh, about 15 years ago or 16 years ago, I was driving from I-5 to special meetings here in Portland. Uh, I was alone driving. My wife was not there and the kids. They were not there. Uh, coming from minister's meeting. And then I put on the CD and started playing the love of God. is greater far. I get to a place. It says, how measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure. You know, that song touched my heart. And the Spirit of God was just coming down in that vehicle. And I started weeping, the love of God, singing along. I had to pull over on I-5 near Seattle there to enter the love of God. I was reanointed, the love of God. If you would let the love of God walk in your heart, it will work wonders because it's the same. The Word of God does not change. Number three, Isaiah 48 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Over the last few decades, words have changed. People, uh, we used to know a sofa, and it's now known as a couch or a love scene. We used to say a cell, uh, but a cell in a jail. Uh, in a room in a jail, but now it, it refers to a mobile phone. What have changed? You dare not get to, to the airport today and see your friend called Jack and say, Hi, Jack. 
I get hold of you. Words have changed, but the word of our God remains forever. You can take this word of God and read it. It was what it was yesterday. It is still the same today. The word of God is unchanging. In the midst of all the changes of life, you can trust the word of God. It will work for you. It will work for your family. It will work for your children. It will work for you at work. It will work for you at school. This is not just the word of God that works only in church. In fact, this word works on Monday. It works on Tuesdays. It works on Saturday. You go back on Sunday. It works. The focus or object of our message is Jesus. Someone said, preaching is effective as long as the preachers expect something to happen. Not because of the sermon, not even because of the preacher, but because of Jesus. And this is why this word has always worked for us. Because we hide behind the cross. We proclaim Jesus. It's still the same. The same word that was preached in 1921, right from this only pulpit, is the same word we heard all through these winter tabernacle meetings. The wonderful word of God. It says, sing them over again to me. Wonderful words of life. It still works. It works wonders. Jesus said, I am same yesterday, today, and forever. I will conclude very soon. I love Jeremiah 6, 16. It says, God said the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And what daring and you shall find rest for your souls. I love that song. It says, there's the same old way. The same old way. There's just one way to Jesus. It's the way of the cross that leads home. Leads us to point number four, God's plan of salvation has not changed. You know, the centuries, the way of salvation is still the same. The way to the kingdom of God has not changed, and it will never change. As for twice says, neither is there salvation in any order, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby ye must be saved. We are only saved through the name of Jesus. We are only saved through the blood of Jesus. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way. No man cometh to the Father but by me. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In the last century, the way to God is through Jesus Christ. In this century, the way to God is still through Jesus Christ. The same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, God's attitude towards sin is now, today, is the same as it was when he drove uh, Adam and Eve out of the garden. And God's solution to sin is still the same. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's still the same solution. We come to Jesus to be sanctified. It's still the same. Twofold nature of sin, and then the remedy, salvation, sanctification, holiness. 
Your standard of holiness is not in any way lower because we are in a different generation. Your standard of holiness remains the same. God said, ye must be holy. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. I love it. When, when Peter was saying, this is that, which was spoken up by Prophet John, it's not another thing. It's the same thing. This is that, which was spoken. The same one, the same Holy Spirit. You know, when Jesus was going, those angels, they said, this same Jesus, not another Jesus. This same Jesus shall so come in like manner as you see him go up into heaven. Jesus is the same. The plan of salvation is still the same. And I conclude with point number five. God still answers prayers today. Just the same way he answered prayers in the Bible times. If you will come believing, God will move mountains. If you will come believing, God will do for you what you have read in this precious holy word. If you are at the border of your Red Sea of life today, if you will come and pray from the depth of your heart, God will make you cross over your Red Sea. If you if a sinner will come this morning, God will save you. The Bible says, God said, it's my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. He said, that we hear from heaven. It's still the same word. God said he will hear you from heaven. Hezekiah prayed, God heard. Zacharias and Elizabeth prayed, God heard. Paul and Silas prayed, we heard that already. This during this winter meetings, God heard. The early church prayed. They prayed. Then they tarried in the upper room. And then power fell. Young people who have been praying, young people we had last night, go walk. This is the time to see the face of the Lord. What you read in the upper room can still happen. This could be an experiential upper room. This morning, God can fill you with your spirit. You know, two changes that God wants to make in your life. God wants to change your heart. Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27, he said, a new heart will I give you. If you are a sinner, God wants to change your heart. And then the next change, 1 Corinthians 15, 51 to 52, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall. <laughs> we shall be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye, at the last throne, then in Christ we rise first. Then we which are alive and remain, remain in Christ, remain solid, loyal, truthful to, to, to the gospel, to Christ. It shall, shall be born up together to meet the Lord in the air. There will be a, that will be a great change. And we shall be changed. This morning the question to you is, have you received something from the Lord during this have you been saved? Have you been sanctified? Have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? Will you come this morning? God wants to do for you what you read in the Bible. God wants to do for you 